Welcome to the Motherhood from Scratch podcast. We are two moms with large families striving to be gospel-centered in everything we do. From homeschooling and marriage to homemaking and healthy living, nothing is off limits. Join us for a time of encouragement as we walk out motherhood together for Christ's glory. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Motherhood from Scratch podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. And we have hopefully a really informational um, podcast for you guys today. We know that everyone's pockets right now are getting hit in some type of way, no matter what your income is, you're feeling just, you know, you're feeling a different. So we hope that this week we can give some type of help to kind of help bring some normalcy back to the budget. This is some stuff that we do, um, not everything, but just talking to other people, other moms like ourselves who are just feeling a hit right now. We just come up with um, a few things that could help, you know, take the pressure off a little bit. But Jessica, checking in, how are you doing? I'm doing good. We had a really busy week last week with the church plant and really just getting out in the neighborhood and getting to meet some of the families out there. And it was hot. Uh, We worked hard. It was all good stuff, but definitely it was a busy week. And so the weekend into this week, we have been just taking it easy, just getting back to a slower pace, but definitely, like you said, getting more organized and cracking down to, okay, whether it's with our budget or with some of the other things, especially like gas, it's been kicking our butt. So uh, we have definitely been looking at some of those things and trying to figure out ways that we can save. How about you guys? How, how has your week been? How's your weekend? Your Father's Day? Happy Father's Day also to all the, the fathers out there. We appreciate you guys. Our homes would not look the same without you. And we appreciate all of you guys and all that you do. So happy Father's Day. Awesome. Yeah, happy Father's Day. We appreciate all of the fathers out there for sure. God given and thank you for being in your role and taking care of your children. Yes. But we are good. We did enjoy the three-day weekend having my husband here because it was it was a treat. He doesn't, you know, he does work a lot. So it was it was just good to spend good quality time with my husband. The kids were super excited and crazy and crazy. Just that whole thing when daddy's home, like they're just so overjoyed. And <laughs> my house, my house shows it, it, it shows. So <laughs> that's where we are. But um, Jessica, what what would you what would you say right now is a huge thing that's helping you save money in your household? So I think honestly, there's a few different things that we had to look off first, look at firstly. And that was where were the biggest chunks of money going to? And so one of those being gas, and there are only a few ways that we can save on gas right now. We are all feeling it. And so that would be gas. It would be clothing for our kids as the seasons are changing. We're going through growth spurts. And so clothing and then food and then curriculum. So those are the areas looking at our budget and seeing, okay, where is our money going first and foremost? So uh, for gas, the, the ways that I have found right now is 
fuel points. And I know that doesn't help with everybody's grocery store or where you shop, but either fuel points or gift cards. And sometimes there will be online specials with like coupons and different things like that. But I know we are all feeling it with the gas. So possibly uh, saving that way, which also goes to the food. And so with the food, the way that we are saving the most right now would definitely be with finding coupons and and so seeing which stores have what on sale and and shopping whoever has the better sale. But honestly, we have had to go to separate stores more often than not. And that has gotten a tad bit exhausting. But you know, we have we have a large family and we have dietary restrictions. We've got gluten-free, dairy-free, we've got um fish allergies over here. And so the stores usually don't carry everything that we need. And so that's just how we save on food. But also I do want to say there are food pantries also. That is something that people overlook, but we're going to be real. We're going to be honest. There was a time where we were, uh, we were going to the food pantries and, and have no shame if you need to go and do what you need to do to, to feed your family. Uh, in this hard time, if, if you need to go to a local food pantry, definitely look into them because they are there for you to help you. Um, and then even also if you need to look into like uh, government programs, whether it would be like WIC or something like that to babies, they are a temporary uh, assistance program that is there to help you. And I know not everybody qualifies. So then that would go back to like, you know, the food pantry and shopping for sales. But just wanted to add that in there is, is that if it is getting so hard for you that your family, I mean, you're eating rice and beans and, and you know, it's, it's just really hard, then that may be something uh, that is worth looking into that you don't need to feel ashamed about or be ashamed about. So that's a couple of different ways that uh, that we are saving with just, you know, the the sales and looking at looking at different stores. And um, what about you, Stephanie? What, what have you found that has helped you guys? The first thing that we had to do was look at everything and see what are what are we throwing money away on? That was yeah. the first thing. What in our budget can get cut out? So that was step one. And we found some things that were like, oh, I didn't even know that was even coming out of like every month or whatever. So we cut that out. And okay, so we have that, like you said, with gas. Thankfully, my husband, for the most part, does work from home. So we are saving there. Um, But I know that's not the case for everybody listening right now. So something that I do when I do have to go into town is everything's getting done. There's no (laughs) going twice a day anymore. There's no, okay, I know I have to go on a play date or something later. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to, and then I'm going to come home and drop the kids off or something and then go to the store. No, if we're out, I don't care if everybody's with me, if nobody's with me, it doesn't matter. We're going and doing all the things and we're coming Mm -hmm. home. Um, there's no multiple trips. I don't live by everything. (laughs) So going to the store is a drive. So getting everything done in one trip is working. Um, Mm -hmm. going to yard sales, that has been pretty cool. Like I've always been frugal. 
So having to do this isn't like a, it's not a punishment for me. It's not new to me. It's just, okay, well, I'm just going to take the skills that I've built over the past few years. Now I just have to get it done. Um, going to going to yard sales, seeing what people have. It's there's there's no shame in that. Honestly, it's it's fun. It's it's really fun. And if you don't thrift, if you don't do garage sales and stuff, I would encourage you to try. Like really, one man's trash is another man's treasure. People give away <laughs> stuff that they just yeah. didn't use. It's not that it's old and worn. They just didn't want it anymore. And sometimes they just give it to you. I've yeah. gotten a few things just over the past couple of months that they just didn't want anymore. Like you can have it. You bought this here. Just take that too. People just want to get yeah. rid of their stuff. You know, decluttering is a thing and a lot of people are becoming more minimal and I, it gets totally understood. If you need something and somebody has it for a low price, get it. There's no shame in that. Um, so yeah, I found some curriculum and not even like a used curriculum sale that I'll talk about in a second. But just at garage sales, I found curriculum. I didn't know these people. I didn't know they were homeschoolers, but I see, you know, um, globes or I see cards on like the 50 states or I see whatever. I'm like, wait, are you guys homeschoolers? Because there's like some specific things here that you guys have, (laughs) you know, and they're like, yes, we've been homeschooling for six years. Well, you know, you meet people that way that live around you and all kinds of stuff. Um, and then use curriculum sales. If you um, are a homeschooler or you're considering homeschooling, I know it seems overwhelming. I know that. And the cost of things, you might be like, I can't homeschool because it's too expensive. It can be overwhelming. If you went to the homeschool convention or you're just looking at different sites, you'll see prices for stuff. And you're like, there's no way. There's no way that this, for my four or five kids, this is like private school tuition or whatever. And it doesn't have to be that way because curriculum is not one size fit all. A lot of times, a lot of us will work with something for a few weeks even. And like, you know what? I don't want it. I'm selling it. It's not working for us. Somebody else can have it. So look on Facebook marketplace, join some um, use curriculum groups and stuff like that. And you'll be amazed to see what people are selling for really cheap or giving away. So just be really vigilant about that. Um, There, most of us have just somewhere to go where you can get use curriculum in person. Just, just keep your ears out, ask other seasoned homeschoolers that you know, and they have probably been to a bunch of sales in your area and they can help. They can help connect you. I have gotten a couple of um, a couple of resources by being connected to other people who know people. That type of thing. So just building your network right now, I feel like is super helpful because somebody knows yeah. somebody who can help. Um, yeah. I really feel like the homeschool community is just so supportive of each other because we are in the same. We're in the same boat. A lot of us are one income family. Uh, are a one income family or, you know, the wife works and they started her own business to do things or whatever to supplement. A lot of us know, a lot of us know what's going on. A lot of us is, for a lot of people, this isn't just a recession. Like we've had to budget in pre- in previous seasons. Yeah. We've had to make stuff stretch before. Um, so just ask around, don't be afraid yeah. to ask. Don't ever be afraid to be like, you know what? It's tight right now. 
we need some curriculum. Do you have anything that you're not using in this season or whatever? Just ask. Nobody is going to make fun of you, look down on you or anything. We are all in this together and to help. I just think, I think that if you're trying to become a homeschooler, just, just, just say something, just talk. Don't be afraid. Like we're here to encourage, especially right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're all feeling it. And also something I wanted to add is that I know people always talk about like the Proverbs 31 woman. And one thing about her is that she got up early and she was prepared and she used her gifts. And so whatever your gifts may be, um, if that could even be some type of form of a side hustle, and that could be like, uh, for me, one of the things that I, I do to earn income on the side is photography. And it's not super time consuming, um, but it is something that I have found that also um, allows me to use the gifts that God has given me, but it doesn't take me away from my home too much. But there are also things that you can do, like you can make clothing or there's a friend of ours that we know that she uh, recently just started making and baking bread and selling bread. And so it's whatever gift God has, God has given you. I mean, it can even be something that you can go and help, um, help other moms organize or clean. That was something that, uh, in the previous co-op that I was in, they actually were, I don't know if they actually went through and formed it, but they were talking about forming a group, um, of different tasks that, uh, the, the families had around the house that they just didn't have time to do. And they were going to, uh, choose one task each month. And the moms were going to go there and do that task. So even, even being a planner, like that's a skill or even being great with your hands. That's a skill. But now, now is the perfect time, I believe, to really just invest in like yourselves and your gifts um, and to take that time. And it can really be a blessing to your family. And even how Stephanie was saying, like even being creative with what you have or the means, like this is not new to a lot of us. A lot of us, like she said, have been on one income for a while. We just have to be creative and learn okay, how do we make our dollar stretch even more? Don't look at it like it's a, a burden. Don't feel stressed because we know none of this is a surprise to God. God is in control. He was in control when all of this happened. He will be in control after all of this is just a distant memory. So so praying and, and seeking God and, okay, how can I be the best steward over my household? And whether that is with food whether that's with curriculum and teaching your children um, and pray if, if you're like, like, God, what are my gifts? Like, what, what can I do to help my family? And maybe it's not even financially. Maybe it's just even being a good steward over your budget makes a huge difference because if you are throwing hundreds of dollars away to eating fast food. Like I remember when me and my husband, we did a budget and that was one of the things that we seen. We were throwing away hundreds of dollars for fast food and we didn't even know it. And so finding out, okay, we need to step back, meal plan, eat more at home, that saves money to go into something else. So even taking that time to plan out your budget or like Stephanie said, that saves 
gas when instead if you are used to going into town and you're going to go to a play date and go shopping and do all these things and run back and forth that'll save gas if you just do it all at once no back and forth and even those little things add up and so so praying and seeking God and and how we can be good stewards and using our gifts that he has given us in our home even possibly outside of our home to help our family get through this time and just not, not getting worried and not getting anxious. But like Stephanie was saying, uh, the homeschool community, it is a community and it is out there and don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, there's no shame in asking for, for help. And whether that is for, um, food, whether that's for clothes, whether that's for curriculum, uh, any, any of those things, they are definitely out there and we are all feeling, <laughs> we're all feeling the, uh, the price hike right now. It is, it is for, for anyone and on any income, we are all feeling the prices. Uh, but I do want to ask you, Stephanie. So, um, one thing that I think is pretty cool to see is there are a lot more families now who are taking up gardening. And so what I wanted to ask you is what is something that you think would be beneficial or that could help that we could start from scratch that us mamas could, you know, start from the very beginning, uh, start learning maybe a skill or something that we could do that could help our family save in this time that would be just starting from the very beginning. I think cooking and baking from scratch period helps to save money. I know Mm -hmm. depending on where you are, you probably can't find bread right now. And if you can, it's not that usual 99 cents to like a dollar nine that it used to be. Bread is 2.99 by me. And and that's that's the regular, you know, Kroger or whatever bread, you know what I mean? So you can most likely get a bag of flour for the same price of, or sometimes cheaper than a loaf of bread. So there's a ton of YouTube videos, there's blogs, there's all kinds of stuff. We are so blessed to live in the time that we have a computer at our fingertips most of the time. <laughs> Look up yeah. some recipes, there are, there's gluten-free bread if you need it. There's all kinds of different things that you can make for your family. And it won't always feel like work. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it's hard. I'm not trying to romanticize it. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But yeah. you might find enjoyment in it. So it's going to turn into like, I have to do this to save money to, to a creative outlet. That's what it's become for me. Um, learning how to cook, learning how to cook more from scratch. It's become something I want to do. It's, it's creativity for me. I bake um, not just bread, just different desserts, different treats that my family likes. I've learned to make crackers. Um, like you've mentioned with gardening, it, when your stuff does come now with gardening, the thing is, it's patience. It's timing and it's patience. You can't plant whatever, some carrots. You're not going to have carrots next week. So, you know, learning, just learn. Just right now, like if you're, you know, if you're thinking about it, learn as much as you can. Grow some stuff out of your window. Grow some herbs if you can. Um, but it's going to take time. You're not going to have, you know, whatever it is next week but it's, it's a step in, it's a step in a good direction. Next year, you'll probably be even better. It's it's constantly learning and you're constantly growing, but you can't always put your hope in it because stuff might, you might plan everything right and you might not get anything. Animals outside are a real thing. Storms come and just different things can happen and you have to start over. 
Um, but gardening is great. It's, it's a, it's a great thing. I, I, I think we should all try something no matter where you are. If you're in an apartment or you have 50 acres, I think there's something that you could try. Mm -hmm. Um, another tip that, um, I think is helpful too, just with right now with anything is if you see something at the store, or if you think you're going to need something, pick it up. If you're able pick it up today, because five days from now, four days from now, even it's going to be more money. I've learned that lesson over the past couple of weeks, just tomato sauce or something. I bought it for one price one day and I'm like, ah, let me get a little more. And it was 42 cents more. So mm-hmm. all of that adds up. I know like it might seem like, oh, what's an extra 42 cents? But whether you have it or not, it's just thinking that it went up that fast. That's not normal. This isn't yeah. a normal time. And that isn't to put fear into anyone. It's just an awareness. So we can, you know, we can do our, our diligence and do what we need to do for our families. So if you yeah. see something, if you think your kid might need something, just grab it, just grab it if, if you can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the stock and that's not just, that's not just for, for food. That's, that's everything. Like Stephanie was saying, like, whether it is clothes, whether it's curriculum, whether it's, it's food, um, grab it while you see it because they're between the wars going on and still uh, supply and demand issues. I mean, think, things just really, now I will definitely not go into economics on this because I am not an expert, but I know that it's going to be some time until things quote unquote level out. And so, uh, so yeah, grab it, grab it when you see it and definitely learning how to, uh, self-sustain and not be reliable on, on other things, but let's also learn how to use the things that we have, um, because we are blessed to even have the things that we do have. So how do we use the things that we have? How do we, how are we to be good stewards over those things and how do we make it stretch? So Stephanie, is there anything that you think you can add to this that you would say, okay, whether it is food or clothing or um, curriculum or anything in your home in those categories, how can you make what you have stretch if you don't have the funds for other things? Hey, before I get into that though, little disclaimer, we are not for hoarding things. Don't take every can of pasta sauce off the shelf. <laughs> don't take all the flour. Don't do that. We don't support that. Get what you need for your family and leave something for somebody else. You don't need yes, No, I was, <laughs> yes. I didn't want to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yes, y'all don't, don't be, don't be in a panic. That's what I'm saying. Do not panic because when you panic, you, you want to grab for things that will make you feel safe. And hence the, the hoarding thing with the toilet paper. It's like, even though I'm like, how, how that makes you feel safe? I don't know how that is a psychological thing, but it is. But anyways, going back, yes, we don't know. Don't, <laughs> don't go taken. Um, leave some for, for everybody. Else. But yes, Stephanie, so back to what we were saying in the question, how can we, how can we stretch the things that are in our home that we have right now? Like you were saying, if you can't get to the store, if that's not an option or whatever, you use what you have. You have to get creative. Now, when I remember, I'm going to put it in the show notes. Like when I, when I post it, I'm going to put it in the show notes. There's a website that I found, like, I want to say probably like 
nine years ago at this point. I think I was pregnant with my oldest. And you can put in the ingredients that you have in your fridge, all your condiments, the vegetables, anything that you have, and then it'll give you recipes to cook based on what's in your fridge at the moment. When I remember, because I'm going to remember, but I remember it's all recipes. Huh? I think it's all recipes. Is that what it is? I think, I think that's what my, I think a friend literally told me a couple of days ago. Cause I told her I had a bunch of beans <laughs> in my pantry and she was like, yeah, put it, put them in there and put it with the sauce. So I think that's what it is. Okay. Yes. But okay. if not, we'll, we'll we're going to find it. Like, <laughs> yeah, they'll say like condiments on the top and then you'll click. Like I have ketchup, mustard and whatever, like, and then yeah. you put everything together, you push a button and then it shows all these different recipes, but we're going to put it there. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're going to let you guys know what it is because I, I think that's great. I think it's great because you don't need to, you don't need to buy anything. Mm-hmm. You, don't have to, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about getting to the store. It'll give you something and then get creative. Even with that, if you read the recipe that you find and you're like, I don't like that, make it your own. You know what seasonings and spices your husband and your kids eat, make it your own, take stuff out. Like, I love, I love cooking because I get to express myself. Like my family needs to eat is something that we have to do, something we have to get done, but I, I enjoy it. Not seven times a day sometimes because everybody wants to eat so much, you know, and trying to feed seven people, but, but cooking is, it's an, it's an outlet for me. It's creativity for me. And this is, this is um, a time that you can experiment and try new things and get your family's feedback and adjust. We just have to be creative right now. Yeah. Yeah. Even with curriculum, I wanted to mention too, that if you don't have the funds to get curriculum, uh, me and me were talking about this earlier about how there's so, so uh, many free options available. There are are curriculum companies that will allow you to download their curriculum for free and even ideas off of like Pinterest um, that you can go on there and look at just different, different, um, different ideas. And you can either just copy it off of a piece of paper or you can download it and just read off of your computer screen and then just have your kids write. I mean, I remember when I was in public school and we would get books that were used and they were already written in and we would just have to ignore that and just write on a separate piece of paper. And so there are also, like she was saying, getting creative with the food, also getting creative with the curriculum and you do not have to spend a fortune, especially if you can't afford it. There are other ways, but you do have to do your research. I think with all of these things, they are all definitely worth the time to do your research, but I hope that us talking about them, kind of introducing each one of them a little bit and getting into them a little bit, I hope that they did help you guys and give you guys some ideas, especially in these tough times. I didn't want to end this without talking about the library. My friend, (laughs) go to your library, (laughs) please. You can homeschool entirely for free. It doesn't matter what grade your child is in. Use your library. Get a library card. Some places you can get a teacher card that will allow you to waive fines or it'll allow you to keep your books out for a longer period of time than a regular borrower. 
you can also use, um, you can use the interlibrary loan. If your library doesn't have a book, they will find it from somewhere else in the country and have it brought to your library. You can also request that the library buys a certain book for you. You, I don't know how it works wherever you are, but you type it in, you, you give them, and some, sometimes they'll say like, why should we buy this or something like that? But try it. I think so far, the only, there's only been one book that they haven't bought yet. So there are books <laughs> in there that are in there because I requested them. I'm telling you, they want to help you. They love homeschoolers. I have not come across a librarian yet who does not have an enthusiasm for homeschoolers because we're in there and we ask yeah. questions and we use their resources. Use the library. There's computers, there's printers, there's please. <laughs> it's one of my favorite places in the world. They are so helpful. And the more they get to know you, you might end up like me and be on a first name basis with people, but it's, it's, it's great. It's great. And if you can, if you are able to invest in a printer, invest into a printer for your home, then you can start using printables. If you're able to do that, like I, with my four-year-old, she does her work based off of free printables that I find online entirely. So if you're in the younger years, especially free printables, you'll be able to, you'll be able to homeschool your child for pretty much free minus the cost of ink. But I think we've given you guys a good start. If you have any questions, we are here. If you have any other suggestions, feel free to comment on our page, send us an email, anything, DM us, anything you want, and we'll be sure to get the information out there. Yep, and we will find that website, the recipe website for sure, and any other resources that we think that would be helpful to you guys, we will definitely list them in the description. Yeah, I think that's it. All right, everyone. Bye. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.